This CTN Viewpoint is brought to you by Citrix. This is CTN Viewpoint on CIO Talk Network. Welcome listeners. This is Sanjo Gall, your host, and the topic for conversation is simplifying IT for a scalable and secure hybrid work environment. So many small and mid-sized companies invariably rely on rather dynamic mix of full-time, part-time, and even contracted employees to run their business across their own business devices, corporate devices, as well as personal owned devices. Now, the employees expect ongoing hybrid work environment. They could be coming to office or work from home or at a cafe. And the companies at the same time need to maintain a secure and a compliant environment, which means it is critical to implement a solution that would balance security and user productivity without adding unnecessary complexity and cost. So the question is, how can small and mid-sized organizations simplify their IT to provide a more scalable and secure work environment for all employees, whether in the office, at the airport, or even at the kitchen table? To discuss this, I have with me Eric Hagopian, Chief Information and Data Officer, Public Company Accounting Oversight Board, which is PCAOB. Hello, Eric. Thank you for joining us. Hello, and thanks for having me. So let's jump right in, Eric. So let's start with this first question. What are the top challenges that prevent businesses from supporting a hybrid work environment effectively? Well, absolutely. And there are quite a few. Some are technical and some can also be around just training and and culture. One thing that I'll start off with is definitely how the tools and the environment are used and even how many tools you may have. So the PCOB, when especially the pandemic broke out and we were going to mandatory telework, we had a variety of instant messaging, teleconferencing, webinar type platforms, and just getting people to consistently know what tools to use, how to use them, and when to use one over another was a challenge right out of the gate. So one of the things we put a little bit of time into for the first 90 days while remote was let's get a marketing campaign together. Let's make sure we go through you know, what we have in the ecosystem, how they're generally used, what are some of the quick reference guides and tips and tricks, and then have some feedback tools. So whether it's a, a luncheon, a brown bag, or just open houses where people can come and learn, uh, we put that into play. The second thing that kind of, I would say, even surprised us a little bit was the variety of personable uh, networks at home. So both from a, who is supplying the network, but also the reliability of it. Uh, we were somewhat surprised. We saw people who had everything from fiber and cable, but also you know DSL and dial-up. We had people that had satellite internet. So we had to quickly kind of find ways around whether it's MiFi device or tethering their corporate phones to be able to get them online either at their home or their second location, wherever they were. And lastly, and one of the things that I think probably goes a little more untracked is IT asset tracking. So whether you do that in person and you would normally look at a property tag and once a year audit and say, hey, here's the equipment we have. I am certifying it's in my possession. Of course, when you're not in the office, that becomes a little more difficult. So in a hybrid work environment, I think it's important to start to look at not only the process for that, but how do you adapt and really be flexible with whether a person can take a picture, 
They can certify via email. They can do some type of virtual discussion to say, hey, I do have this equipment in my possession and I can attest to it as of this date. So that's just kind of off the cuff, the immediate challenges that have been, well, both presented with the pandemic, but as hybrid work environments have been increasing that I think the, the industry has been feeling. When it comes to IT, we all know that there are finite resources available to IT. Now, keeping the data and apps accessible anywhere and on any device without disruption, it can be pretty challenging. So how would you say organizations do this without compromising the security of this valuable company data that is floating around? Yeah, so obviously data security is utmost important to everybody, both from corporate and even personal standpoint. But being in this environment, making sure you put a lot of attention to protecting the edge. And I know that means different things to different people, but of course, having good firewalls, uh, making sure you have antivirus and what is even known as bricking technology. So if a phone or a laptop or something goes rogue or is lost, you have the capabilities of basically remote destructing it. Um, I think those are really critical tools to have. Putting in a zero trust model, I know that's a big thing the industry has been talking about for years, but again, having a hybrid work model now, this is becoming critical. So um, not trusting any user at any time inside the ecosystem or with any of the applications, I think is becoming the modern practice. But you know, how do you kind of deploy that out there, especially if, a, if you're a smaller company or a mid-sized company? So just looking at all, where's your critical data assets? What do I have that could be really devastating if it made it out into the public? that was breached or just was compromised in some way, shape or form, whether it's HR data, PII, or anything that has to do with payments, things like that. Track that down, figure out where it is, how it's secured, and make sure it has the best security possible within your ecosystem. Uh, That can even just include keeping a catalog of where it is and tagging it and knowing that it is super restricted, super confidential. One of the things that we uh, started to really hone in on, especially while being mandatory telework, was also making sure people realize that in the comfort of their own home, while I know it can feel like it's in your house, who would want to get access to the data? Or if I'm printing it out, how sensitive can it really be? You need to still consider all information security matters and training to heart, even though you're, you might be working in a hybrid environment. So we, we continue to push required training. We had tabletop exercises. Uh, We had a lot of situational awareness to say, hey, even though you're in this hybrid work environment, don't forget about good information security practices. And that can even go, I think you mentioned this at the top. I mean, if you're at a cafe or if you're in some third party place, you never know who's over your shoulder anyway, right? So just keeping those good practices out there and making sure that staff understands that. So Eric, how well are businesses embracing the concept of virtual apps and desktops Because cloud adoption is pretty rampant and connectivity bandwidth is ample. What do you see as related adoption challenges? Yeah, so I think many people are going to third-party options and and out-of-the-box virtual apps and desktops. It's easy. It's flexible. Uh, You transfer that risk to the external party versus internal enterprise. But I definitely think there's some challenges that at least we've felt as I kind of mentioned earlier, we were somewhat surprised by some of the connectivity in the geographically dispersed staff, uh, whether it was DSL, dial-up, or even sometimes the satellite network. So those inconsistencies definitely posed some of the challenges of standardizing that. Uh, we also found that some people had inconsistent uh, personal devices if we were going to use virtual desktop interfaces and if we were going to get them off of PCOB equipment. 
So therefore, I mean, they were just not even up to snuff. They were not ready to connect at, say, in the proper encrypted protocols and having the proper environments work. So those were definitely some challenges that we see out of the box trying to do those things. And one kind of last more administrative thing that we thought through was with these different types of agreements and third-party vendors, you know, what are some of the data indemnity clauses, the legal fees, or what are the data breach protocols that happen if, say, your HR data or something critical, you know, restricted or confidential is compromised? Who's responsible and how does that work? So as we've been looking at this as an enterprise ourselves, that's one thing that I would recommend to people to consider. Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back after these messages. And Eric, let's talk about the various technology solutions that the various providers are offering for virtual apps and desktop capabilities. And they promise easy IT management and monitoring to support a very scalable and secure hybrid work environment. What factors should these business and IT leaders consider when deciding which solution is right for them? Let's talk more when we come back. Please stay tuned. Are your employees able to access their apps and data seamlessly and securely, regardless of where they choose to work? Can you maintain your security and compliance standards while giving employees the user experience they demand, all without breaking the bank? If not, it's time to simplify your IT with Citrix's Desktop as a Service, the fastest, simplest way to deliver apps and desktops from the cloud. Improve agility, reduce maintenance, and ensure business continuity. Citrix Desktop as a Service, hybrid work delivered. To learn more, visit citrix.com slash daz. That's C-I-T-R-I-X dot com forward slash D-A-A-S. Visit today. This is CTN Viewpoint on CIO Talk Network. Welcome back. So, Eric, many technology solution providers offer virtual apps and desktop capabilities, promising easy IT management and monitoring to support scalable and secure hybrid work environments. So what factors should these business and IT leaders consider when deciding which solution is right for them? Yeah, this topic has a lot of complexity to it, and especially depending on the size and the nature of, of the company. You first and foremost have to consider the trade-off costs between having you know physical assets and laptops, desktops, everything else. How do you image them? How do you use security information and event management, also known as SIEM, and whether or not it makes sense for you to go to desktop as a service, platform as a service, et cetera. So there's definitely pros and cons in each of these, but again, depending a little bit on the size of the organization. For us, I mean, so we've started to go down this journey. We've looked at everything about how to do laptop imaging and how do we keep our seam and manage well. We've been finding that there's definitely some complexity around the functions needed from a business level, whether it's been baseline images, the level of compute power needed for certain super users, whether they do data science or they do number crunching versus some of the technology staff who do coding. But a lot of our users are, you know, they use documents, uh, productivity suites, spreadsheets, et cetera. So we just found we had a ton of complexity in all of our different imaging and baseline configurations and a lot of the laptop configurations. So we said, hey, let's really look towards sort of a hybrid approach of this approach and say desktop as a service could be an option for us. But it's something you have to just weigh the pros and cons of based on your organization. 
How should an organization get its people, processes, and culture ready to simplify its hybrid work environment besides adopting an optimal technology solution? Well, I really like you said culture, so I'm going to put a pin in that and come back to it. So as we've always had some remote capabilities at the PCAB, but one thing that the pandemic had led to is just a focus on it. So we created something called Project Elliot. Uh, Elliot was after E.T., the movie E.T., but I personally was the product owner of the Scrum that ran through the teleworking equipment, uh, what software do we need, what are the peripherals, whether it's a ring light or a headset. We really ran an experiment. We tried to figure out how to standardize things for the business. Um, so we had roughly 30 or 35 participants. They were of all parts of the organization. So we had auditors, accountants, we had HR represents, represented and said, hey, here's what we're thinking as the baseline. Uh, can you confirm or deny this works for you? This is helpful or this just doesn't work at all for the way you operate in your function. Uh, so it was a really good way to inform our, I would say, our investment strategy and our long-term remote plans for supporting the business. But with that, I definitely think a couple big lessons learned come out. Organizational change management was key. Uh, you have to have a solid communications plan, training plan, feedback loops. So how do you get back information from the HR analyst or from an accountant that said this didn't work well for him or her? How do you start early to make sure that the user adoption rates remain pretty high? Uh, sometimes the smallest things can become the largest obstacles for people. And whether it's communications, training, or just a miss, making sure that there is a proper feedback loop for that group to exercise with you and communicate back. So we held everything from brown bags to luncheons to open houses. We even had something called office hours at the PCAB just to offer a Q&A for anything around some of the hybrid work environment, equipment, and software. And lastly, I just underscore probably in a lot of this conversation is flexibility. Right, So the hybrid work environment in the future is going to require this regardless if you're a manager or an executive. We need to just anticipate how people work, but also just support them long term. And this goes to unpinning that culture thing. So being prepared, being prepared to reevaluate whether or not your policies are correct, your processes are correct, your IT general controls might have to change, or you might have to introduce new processes right, to support the way people work. What tips and advice can you give business and IT leaders to best position themselves to not only survive, but also thrive in this new hybrid work environment? I would lead off with saying, always be curious and see what others are doing in the industry. So of comparative size or function as a company, where are you in respect to them? And what are they learning and saying you know, publicly or even privately, if you can connect with them and say, hey, we're, we're in the same boat, we're experiencing the same challenges. How'd you work through that? I'd continue to meter the pulse of the staff too. I kind of alluded to it just above too, is you know, there's small items that could become large obstacles and roadblocks. Uh, never underestimate the small ticket that might be frustrating one end user. It could be that a lot of people are suffering from the same frustration and just aren't voicing it or have tried to struggle through figuring it out. Um, it could be a change management training or communication issue. So always keep those things, uh, I'd say, top of mind. And lastly, I just allow for piloting. I mean, let's try stuff, see if it works. Uh, if it doesn't work, document why. Figure out the lessons learned and then begin to really uh, take that to replicate at scale. So uh, one thing we do at the PCOB is we actually have an early adopter group. Uh, it's roughly about 80, 85 people. 
then any given time, if we want to deploy new software or hardware, et cetera, or do an experiment, we just we pull them and say if they're willing to do it. And they're an awesome group of people. They give us positive, negative, the goods and the bads, but it, it puts us into a really good place to figure out what to invest in. Once again, thank you, Eric, for sharing your insights and thoughts about how business and IT leaders can simplify IT for a scalable and secure hybrid work environment. Thank you. And listeners, I invite you to find related conversations on our website at ciotalknetwork.com. This is CTN Viewpoint on CIO Talk Network. This CTN Viewpoint is brought to you by Citrix.